2: Hey, folks, welcome to the Sloppy Boys, where we take a deep dive into the drinks that you love. I'm Jeff Dutton, along with Mike Hanford. Dutton, my man. And Tim Kalpakis.
1: What is up? And we're your hosts, the Sloppy Boys. Hi, Jeff. Hi, Tim. What is up? Wow, (laughs) another episode. Not only another episode, but get a load of this. Spring has sprung. Ooh,
2: Ooh. you don't say.
3: Yep. (laughs) It does have a way of doing that, don't it?
1: (laughs) I don't know about you guys, but uh, I've been spending most of my days, I put on a white suit and I walk into the park (laughs) and I smell flowers all day. Mm -hmm.
2: I pick a daisy and I raise it to my nostrils. (laughs) (laughs) haven't seen these in about
3: six months, you'll say.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, in the winter, I was doing the same thing, but with snow. <laughs> but Ooh, wearing a black suit so people can see. That's, it. That snow smells beautiful. Just,
2: uh, uh, cupping a bunch of snow in your hands and bringing it to your <laughs> lips.
3: <laughs> you guys ever had drink a Cronenberg sixteen sixty four? I'm drinking one of these right now.
2: Oh yeah, is it good looking bottle by David Cronenberg? Uh, yeah, body horror tour? <laughs> Ooh, that guy's got a, that guy's got problems, man. Yeah, he's a little twisted.
3: I saw one of his movies once. I was like, "Uh, this guy's got problems." I was saying that to the ticket taker on the way out. Uh, that movie, that guy's got problems in there.
1: <laughs> and the, oh, did man. the ticket taker run in there? No, Ooh. he's
3: like, "Well, do you want your money back?" And I was like, "No, no, but that you got to warn people. That guy's got
1: problems." I tell you what I want is, I want some of what that guy was smoking.
3: Yeah, really. <laughs> no, thanks. I saw a movie recently called um Jeff. You saw it too, I believe. It was called. Oh, Possessor! Possessor by his son. Yes, his son made it, and it's wild. It was Kronenberg I like the it lot. But it's, it's
2: kooky, a little rough. Hulu, right? You know, I don't I don't recall. Well, people, you can find it if you want. Possessor. It's a uh, scary
3: thriller. <gasps> and then while you're doing it, get a Cronenberg 1664. Yeah, I I don't know what this tastes like. This is like a a very. It's an imported from France beer, and it's a very pilsnery, And I yeah, I don't mind it at all.
1: Pilsnery, listen to this guy. He's getting notes of <laughs> Pilsner. I'm getting notes. Uh, I'm happy you know. like the 1664 because the 1665, dog shit. Well, the just 1663 so. makes you <laughs> want to spew. It's not quite there. It's not <laughs> the 64.
2: Um You guys want to get, wanna into get some in some booze news? Oh. oh, yeah, hit it. All right. Oh, Danny boy. Oh, I don't know times, if I like this. Call in. <laughs> from glen to glen. And down the mountain side. The summer's gone. And all the roses fall in. Tis you, tis you Must go and I abide
3: All right, Beautiful Jeff.
1: That nice. was sent to us by Andrew Pottle <laughs> And he was using a little audio from when we forced Jeff to sing Danny Boy Without knowing how it goes Yeah,
2: thanks, That was Daniel. great Wait, what's his name again? Daniel
1: Andrew Pottle
2: Andrew Pottle, <laughs> thanks, buddy Oh, I thought Jeff made that this i
3: have to share uh that was really funny dan uh andrew um i'm gonna i'm gonna call that guy i'm gonna call andrew daniel for the rest of my damn life
1: (laughs) knock it off (laughs) you know just some easy breezy quick booze news today one you know topo chico hard seltzers dropped we talked about them they came out yeah that's how it goes you know mike it was coca-cola they're out you know, we're always talking seltzers here, so we don't have to do the, the biggest deep dive, but those are out if you want to go and drink them. And on another thing on the uh, seltzer front, I had one that I liked called Hoppy Refresher by Lagunitas. Have you guys had that? Mm. Oh, I've
2: heard of that. No, I haven't had it.
1: Oh, I should clarify. It's not hard. It, it's a non-alcoholic, the first non-alcoholic product of the modern era that I thought was worthwhile. It's It's a seltzer that's made with hops, so it's just kind of nice and it tastes like, a, tastes like you're having a little pine cone. <laughs> so it's, it's got like a little bit of a beery taste. taste? Yeah, it has a little bit of an IPA aftertaste and it's in a nice glass bottle and it's, it gives you a little bit of the vibe of having a beer without having to have any alcohol. It makes your sure. breath kind of hoppy. All right. Um, mm, I'll so go for it. <laughs> get on out there and check it out. Now, Mike, I understand you had some booze news.
3: I yeah I'm uh, well I got something a little different than booze news I'm I'm introducing a new feature here on booze news it's uh, whoa, whoa, Boo- <laughs> booze news fun facts I've got a little fun fact oh. thing but uh, you know they, we our guys put together some uh, our team whoever puts together a little <laughs> opening package for uh-huh. booze news fun facts and I'll launch into it booze news fun facts because facts are fun. Brought to you by Apple TV+. Plus. It's
1: TV with a
3: plus. Whoa. Okay, uh, Whoa. this is Boozdoo's Fun Facts.
1: You have a, such a big sponsor for this segment that me and Jeff are not a part of.
3: Yeah, it's fun. Well, I, <laughs> I don't get the uh, ad bucks by bringing YouTube bozos around. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> fun fact time. So Matthew McConaughey, he's got a brother who's older than him, I think, and his name's Rooster. And this guy... <laughs> He's a businessman from Texas. Uh, He started an oil pipe business, and he made his first million by the time he was 30. He's got a show called Rooster and Butch. I I don't know if it's on anymore, but it's kind of like a Shark Tank thing down in Texas. And he loves, he's this big, like, drinking Texas millionaire guy who always has a Miller Light in his hand. And he named one of his sons Miller Light.
1: No. Yep. Oh,
3: my God. Light light is spelled L-Y-T-E. And that's the kid's name i get they probably just call him miller but uh and for the brand the for his brand loyalty the uh miller light company sent him a year's supply of miller light
1: holy shit <laughs> and
3: it, it was 24 cans or 24 uh cases i think it was 576 beers total so it's like one, <laughs> one and a half beers a day Oh um, boy! So yeah, you name your kid after a beer, you get the you get that beer for a year.
1: I wonder if they had a family feud over the fact that in True Detective, Matthew famously drank Lone Star, the yeah. the Texas beer.
3: It ended the family.
1: Oh, it ended mm. the family. The whole family,
3: yeah. Everyone. So was I stopped. was
1: I was right. <laughs> they all <laughs> each piece of the family divorced uh, the other pieces, and now they're just a bunch of people.
3: Um, and so this article I was reading, too, says, and although McConaughey loves his beer, it turns out he has a major soft spot for another one of America's favorite adult beverages. Miller Lite has an older sister named Margarita Olympia. Oh. But it turns out this was actually a family name. Great coincidence. Oh. Because
1: <laughs> not only is Margarita a cocktail, Olympia is a beer from Washington yeah.
3: State. That's right. Uh huh. That's right. Um, so yeah, that's the uh the booze news fun fact uh, of today. Uh, we're just gonna kind of keep it at light, something fun. That's not really news, but it's something you like to think about. So uh Truth be told, Mike, that was hmm?
1: fucking awesome, man.
2: That was great. <laughs> Thanks. I was nervous. I thought you were gonna take booze news in a, a wacky direction. No, me too.
1: I was scared no. that maybe like a Zuby condorino was gonna show up or something <laughs> like that. You were scared of that? <laughs> <laughs> yes, my teeth were chattering. <laughs> yes, I thought terrifying. we we
3: talked we talked off pod, and you said we loved Zuby Condorino. You know, we want to see more of them.
1: Just because we we love him doesn't mean we're not scared when he appears, scared shitless. appears on the pod. What,
3: What's so scary about him? The reason that he doesn't need to be on the podcast at all? The reason that he's a long segment? I just don't think
1: I know. I mean, to anyone who didn't hear, this was a guy that came on once and did a film review for us. And I think my thing was, I just I don't know what his whole deal was. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, just, I mean,
2: he, he he showed up and he talked about a... Tom and Jerry movie. Yeah, he showed up on our booze podcast and he was uh yeah. an eccentric who talked <laughs> He's to- a character. This he's a character, Zuby God, he, He's such a character he, he, guy. Talks, he, he talked about Tom and Jerry for about six and a half minutes. <laughs> <laughs> was it Was not that long? It felt
3: longer. Um so yeah, maybe Zuby's gonna come back. Maybe somebody else will come back. I don't know. But uh <laughs> that's that's up to Either the fans. way, this
1: was good, Mike. This was this very was good. good. This was good. Yeah. This
2: was a refreshing This f- is what we're going for. Yeah.
1: Yes. We're right. like, in general, if you need a little shorthand, like we just like, think like Tim and Jeff, like when things are good.
3: <laughs> mm. Gotcha. <laughs> All right. Well, let's, uh, let's wrap
2: up uh booze news, fun facts. All right.
1: And, and quite frankly, it, this wraps up booze
2: news entirely. Well, hold on. Before we, before we wrap up booze news entirely, I have an update about the IBA website. Mm. <gasps> Still down. Oh. oh. Who's News Fun Facts. I like this NPR. Because
3: facts are fun. (laughs) Brought to you by McDonald's. It's Donald's with a Mick.
2: McDonald's now? McDonald's? Yeah. How much are you pulling
3: in off these deals? I'm not pulling anything off. I I told them, I'll buy some of your hamburgers or I'll watch more Ted Lasso's when it comes out if you just let me use your name.
1: (laughs) And they're like, fine, you have to watch 200 Ted Lasso's.
2: So you're indebted to them? <laughs> yeah, because that—that's big for want us. It.
1: Yeah, because when a McDonald's lends their name to you, it it really legitimizes your fun fact, right? We
3: well in the whole podcast, all all rising tods rising tods raise all ships, as they say.
1: <laughs> like I gotta say, it is so refreshing in this era mm-hmm. to hear actual facts because we live in a time with like oh, alternative yeah. facts.
2: Yeah, yes, yes. Now it's like, oh, whose facts? Yes, whose science? Right? Yes. You know.
1: Sure. We're, so we are all in agreement.
2: <laughs> crazy, it's just crazy. No,
3: that's crazy stuff.
1: You guys want to get into the cocktail of the day? Sure.
3: The drink. The, <laughs> what's day le, in French?
1: Le beverage du jour. <laughs> jour.
3: Le beverage.
1: Here's what I would like to do. I'm I'm going to paint paint a few pictures uh, for you guys. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and and these all of which these are scenarios that took place within the last calendar year. And you listen to them, and you tell me if you could see what they all have in common, okay? Sure. Okay. Yeah. First up, pop sensation Dua Lipa is photographed by paparazzi doing yoga poolside (laughs) with a certain colorful cocktail at her side. Interesting. Next, the hip young ladies of... The drunken canal come up with the idea for their underground newspaper while sitting in Tompkins Square Park sipping mm. on a certain cool bubbly beverage.
2: Oh, I'm not Ooh, familiar Sprite with Sprite Seven Up, I don't know what he's, he's it is. Collective.
1: Stanley Tucci is in Milan shooting mm. an episode of his CNN series Searching for Italy. He stops into a bar for the perfect afternoon aperitivo Mhm. What Observe do you guys it. think these three things had in common? COVID. <laughs> <laughs> COVID era.
3: Yeah. I'm curious if it's a what soft drink it is, if it's even it, something we can drink,
1: get in the US. They all of these things that happened last year that were written about in articles that I just read. Mm. Included a certain drink called the Aperol Spritz. Oh,
3: Ooh. the drink of the day, the beverage de jour. This is the drink of
1: the moment. This is the drink of the moment. You've had?
2: I have not, not had. I've, I've not had. <laughs> Neither of you had? You've had? <laughs> I feel like
1: we, that, was, <laughs> that was a fun one. Yeah, let's bring that back. You had? <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, you you, you yeah. have
3: had, I have not had. <laughs>
1: It's a normal way to talk to turn to someone and say, "You've had,"
3: changing the, the tenor of your voice.
1: So yeah, this was this is you had. Well, I like that you guys haven't. Ha- I'm, I've had it, but I'd like to know, uh, having not tasted the thing, who, what, where do you associate with this beverage?
3: I associate this with West Hollywood. Wee ho! You're out at brunch. You're out yes. on the veranda.
1: Oh, the varanda.
3: The varanda. Yeah, like Duhalipa, the poolside. I don't know about doing yoga with a drink like this, but poolside, poolside.
1: Oh, that's why that went viral. She's doing yoga, but she's wearing jeans Mm. and she's got an Aperol spritz going and she's taking sips during uh, yoga. This was just (laughs) this past Christmas. Apple bottom jeans? Uh, It says boots with the fur. Uh, (laughs) No. We
2: can only infer.
1: Um, Duddy, what do you think about what do you think spritz? You know, this just, we're getting back into this
2: territory of the Red Bitter Brothers. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And, you know, I kind of, uh, I've got cautious optimism going into this episode. I I think I'm going to like it. I think I'm going to like it more than the others. But I just don't know.
3: It seems like something... That you would like, that I would like, that uh, one would like, because it's um, spritzy, it's apperall-y, <laughs> it's sort of in the zeitgeist.
1: Yes. You do make a point about it being spritzy. Uh, spritzy. Jim,
3: would you cut um, me off, please? <laughs> Just get to the, get the facts about this um, goddamn
1: drink. No, but okay, you mentioned zeitgeisty, but you guys are aware that this drink had a mega boom uh, fairly recently, right? Huge. And uh, let me hear you
3: say
2: yayo. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> yeah, yeah
1: <yo>. And now, <laughs> oh, now, Jeff, it's appropriate that you brought up the Bitter Brothers, and I mm-hmm. and I think you're kind of winking at Campari. Yes, I am. And, and Mike's it's old ashy brother ashy, Luxardo. <laughs> the ashy sister drink Luxardo <laughs> Bitter, um, well. because that's going to come into play. Here's, here's a little nutshell history of this drink. Um, it is an old one in the 1800s, right? <laughs> Northern Italy. Yes. Uh, <laughs> um, eighteen hundreds. Th- that doesn't feel like the drink of the moment. Uh, well, that's why you gotta listen close. So there's a there's a war going on, and there's Austrian soldiers Shh. occupying northern oh. Italy. Mm. And oh my God, we're there. Um, <laughs> it's eighteen guys. It's eighteen hundred. So there's no automatic weapons or. Uh, Sirens. There you go. (laughs) Hand to hand. Okay, so there's Austrian soldiers occupying northern Italy, and they don't like – the wine is too strong for them in Italy. They want to sip a low-alcohol gentle wine. These are some Bavarian dudes, and they – what do they do? They splash some sparkling water Mm. into their wine. So that, and then the spritz is born. Spritz is like a German word for splash, and it's just when you put po- <laughs> put water in wine. Uh, it's that simple.
3: Don't spritz me! <laughs> I was at a, a pool in Berlin once. <laughs> That's what they give you the on Don't spritz
1: me! Don't spritz me! So you were spritzing everyone, and then uh, they were trying to put it. Yeah, spritz every. I didn't know. Having some fun. <laughs> So, so it's just water in wine or when you put anything in wine, but then that catches on in Italy and it's a daytime drink. And we know that from the Negroni, these Italians, they like to while away the afternoon at a cafe. So, so from that spritz, then they've got other ones. They start putting the Bitter Brothers into their Prosecco Mm, and by the 50s. There is like, okay, the aperitifs are officially going in the Prosecco, and this is <laughs> it, this is a thing here. When you come to Italy, the tourists are seeing it. They're loving it. It's sweet. It's low alcohol. It's gentle, and it remains very cool in Italy for decades until 2003, the Campari company acquires oh, yeah. Aperol. Uh, I didn't know that. Oh. Campari owns Aperol. This whole time, we've been comparing and contrasting. The whole
3: time? It owns them, but has it pwned them?
1: No, it says here, own but not pwned, yet.
3: (laughs) It says that?
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's the official hashtag. Oh. Um, So when Campari gets in control of Aperol, they say, well, the spritz is going to be our way to get Aperol big in America. And Mm. they start advertising it. And then in the 20-teens, when Americans are into cocktails, Campari does like a full-court Press And you could have guessed this. This is another one of these like ad campaign drinks, but Ah, but the ad campaign worked.
2: We've seen it before.
1: You've seen it before and it it always works. And uh, what did we see? The, the, um, the mule, right? Yeah. The fireball guy. Mm -hmm. These guys target rich people specifically. So they go to the Hamptons and there's like a little cart driving around the summer Giving out free spritzes to huh. people at the beach in the Hamptons, and the the bus that takes you from Manhattan out to the Hamptons on the weekends has a huge Aperol logo wrapped wow. around it.
3: Mm. And on the sure west coast, never you had got a drink like this. People,
1: that's a New York guy on his way to the Hamptons. Yes, mm-hmm. oh, it's absolutely cracking. And now let's hear <laughs> this one. Um, out on the west coast, Mike. Yeah, dude. At the pool party music festival, Splash House in Palm Springs. That's cool.
2: sponsored by Aperol. Never heard of it. Splash House? They probably don't advertise to guys like me. How the hell have we not been invited to the Splash House? (laughs) Wait,
3: have
1: we checked our emails? Hmm.
3: Well, it could have been... They could have gotten word of what I was up
1: to in Germany, in Berlin that one time. (laughs) We don't want this guy spritzing out here. Don't spritz me! Um, And the advertising works because this drink is so damn Instagrammable. It's a Mm. nice pinky orange. You hold it up to the sun. You take a picture... It's viral. Then the celebrities are getting (laughs) in the mix. Benedict Cumberbatch says that he loves them. Oh, Um, Matches me uh,
3: hair, it does.
1: You know that they're drinking them in the second season of Master of None. They wouldn't let that trend slip by them. And eventually, 2018 is kind of like officially amongst bloggers, it's the summer of the spritz. It's everywhere. Everybody's drinking them, but then – as the summer of 2019 is coming,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and you remember the summer of 2019, Sloppy Boys are releasing their hit album, Dancing on the Wind.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, Trump era. Mm-hmm. Anyway, just as that summer's starting, the New York Times puts out a big clickbait article that says the Aperol Spritz is a bad drink. <gasps> and then by the end of that day, Every single newspaper has weighed in saying, actually, the spritz is uh, actually kind of good. Uh. And and it's a whole fucking pile of opinions. And some people are saying you should have different spits. Maybe the Campari spritz, maybe the Amaro spritz. But it kind of did become a thing that it was getting shit on very hard. So I was almost very interested to see that Dua Lipa and Stanley Tucci are still promoting it. Because at this point, we're kind of three years into peak April Spritz, and it's time for the Sloppy Boys to mix them up.
3: <laughs> yeah, baby. It's time for us to give the final. Is this thing going to continue on for this summer? Or are we done, done, done with it?
1: Maybe we're kind of making a ruling here. If you want to have a sloppy spring with yeah. the Sloppy Boys, you have to adhere to what we decide here today.
2: Yes. Uh, I like that. And if you're caught having one, if we don't like it,
1: you're out. <laughs> we'll whip your bony little ass. We're going to encrypt our show so you can't listen anymore. But we might like it. We might like the drink. You yeah, might love and it. And
2: then drink it all you want.
1: I've, I've had them before and I liked them. So, uh, But I haven't made that, this recipe. Here's, here's how you make this thing. I like this recipe because we're big fans of equal parts. And this is not equal parts, but <gasps> it's easy to remember. Okay. Three, two, one.
2: <laughs> Blast off. Uh, uh-huh.
1: Three ounces of <laughs> Prosecco. Two ounces of Aperol. One ounce of club soda. Add ingredients in a wine glass full of ice and stir. Garnish with an orange slice.
2: Ooh, Ooh. Very, cool. very cool. Very cool. Very Very chill. In a very wine chill. glass.
1: In a wine glass. I've so we're
2: got,
3: not I shaking are, this thing up. We're not. We're not. Not shaking because it's bubbly. Bubbles. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah.
1: What you guys going stemless? <laughs> you got stems on there. What are you doing?
2: Mike, you look crestfallen. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm I'm rolling with it. I'm feeling good here. Alright, well,
1: anything else? No, I think we, we go mix them up and then we see whether the app all spritz is crap or all shits. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Folks, we'll be right back.
3: Hey folks, it's me, Miley. Sorry, Mike. It's Mike. Anyway, a lot of people ask me what I do when I'm not whipping up cocktails. Well, I like to listen to podcasts just like you. And me, I love a good music podcast, and there's this band, Don't Stop or We'll Die. They're a weirdo rock band that the Sloppy Boys actually tour with, with weird, funny songs like I Got a Perm for My Camping Trip and Where Can a Nerd Find an Egg That's Square, a personal favorite of mine. So you're asking, what are these maniacs up to? Well, they got a new weekly podcast called Song a Week, where co-hosts and Don't Stop or We'll Die songwriters Michael Cassidy and Paul Russ debut a brand new, fully produced song every Wednesday. Crazy every single week. We're talking new songs like A Flower in My Garden, And all songs are produced by Amin Zarukian. Song a Week comes in bite-sized episodes that are less than 20 minutes, and it's produced by Tony Thaxton. And check out their Patreon over at patreon.com slash don'tstop or will die for extra special goodies like monthly bonus episodes, downloadable tracks, and more bizarre, funny, rockin' gems. So check out Song a Week from Don't Stop or Will Die. You will love
2: it! Stop! Okay. Ooh. Tim, I like how you did the orange there. You got the whole wheel.
1: Yeah, big old wheel.
2: Not me. Oof. I went with the wedge, uh, a chubby wedge.
1: You oh went with God. the wedge?
3: I went with a little slice of skin. Oh, <laughs> like an old fashioned. That's right.
1: Oh, cool. I went with the wedge salad. I kinda went a different way.
3: <laughs> oh, they meant to they meant to do like a big thing of orange like that? Oh wow. They didn't specify, did they? Yeah,
1: I think I think it's usually like um I did a full wheel. I think it's more like a half wheel just dunked in there. And it's kind of like the Negroni where you could use your orange to stir it up a little bit if
2: you're ah, yes. wow.
3: Well, this looks fantastic. Ready for sips? Yeah. Ooh. I can see, yes, okay. Yep.
1: Come mm-hmm. on, no. I
2: feel like Dua Lipa.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> yeah. Bending up like a pretzel. Mm-hmm. I feel
1: like Benedict Cumberbatch in that one interview I read. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> and I feel like that person in the 1850s. I mean,
1: that is a daytime drink, right?
3: Yeah. It's a daytimer. Yeah. This is a... Boy, this doesn't even taste like uh, any alcohol in here.
1: I mean, it's low. I think Aperol is like 11% and then, uh, you know, Prosecco is just like... Champagne percentage. So we're we're getting down
3: there. This this Prosecco is also
2: 11%. Yeah. This is La Marca Prosecco. And we determined last time that the Aperol is like a sweeter, lighter Campari. Yes. So this is is even sweeter and lighter than Aperol. Mm.
1: And if you don't have Aperol and you want to make some, we said, mix Campari with simple syrup. um, Mm. This, you know what's funny is I also think – I'm loving this and it makes me want to do a real daytime chug. But um, the soda is Im- important too because if you just had like mm-hmm. champagne and then you added something sweet to it, right. it would start to be like a sugary, gross thing. But watering it down a little bit is nice.
3: Just water bubbles. I got to say – keep talking. I got to see what I use. Hold on.
1: What did you, you – Jeff, I didn't – I just had sh- Brut. I didn't have any Prosecco. Did you have Prosecco? I
2: found some Corbel Prosecco, I think, and uh, – you know, I wish they had smaller
1: bottles of Prosecco, because I'm not going to go through that. I think, is Prosecco just that champagne's from France, whereas Prosecco is from Italy? I believe so. Hmm.
3: So I used I used sparkling seltzer water for this. <laughs> Was that
1: right? <laughs> no. For, wait, for, for the soda part or for the wine part? For the
3: soda part, for the soda part. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah,
1: that's fine. <laughs> um, yeah, our I, recipe said... <laughs> <laughs> our recipe said uh, club soda but you know if you're in Italy I bet they're using uh, San Pellegrino
3: mm. right that's what I thought when I was in the, uh, in the grocery store I'll try on my phone seeing is club soda <laughs> is the same thing as sparkling water right. and not getting a signal on my phone
2: I got a little Schweppes
3: um, this is good I just took a little uh, a little taste of the Prosecco on its own and I do not like it I don't really like uh, champagne merit very much yeah,
1: yeah. But, we talked about this in the mimosa episode. Hanny yeah. does not like champagne.
3: But mm-hmm. this is, uh, this is. I mean, I'll drink this. I'll drink this stuff if we're yeah. raising
2: a toast on New Year's Eve. Sure. That's a good point, though. Uh, I, I prefer mimosa to this personally. You know, because it just—it's this without the bitter. You like mimosa more than this? Yes. You're getting pretty bitter over there. I see. Well, I think it. it I did it properly. I did it to the letter of the law.
1: Yeah, I yeah. start to think that you have the most bitter thing present is Jeff's attitude.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you know what is might be getting me here because this it feels pretty, uh, like light to me. The ice cubes I'm using, I, I did. I've done this before. I put them in the tray, you know, and put them in the freezer, and I brought them out, and they still had like water on the inside of them. They were cubes, but like with waters yeah little, they're like <laughs> little
2: aquariums
3: well it's right yeah we have talked about this because i remember you saying little aquariums so that's what's going on over here it's a nice big hole one right there
1: i don't like those aquariums but i think that warm ice is actually a thing that can i was just watching a youtube video with this japanese cocktail master who was making a some sort of whiskey cocktail okay. and he had he had this big um a big block of ice and he brought it out and he says, the ice is too cold. So I'm going to warm it up. And he wanted it to get more see-through and more kind of glassy. Oh, oh. And he was, he was like pouring like water on it and like hugging it with a towel. And is that how you try it? Get, well, cause he wanted yeah. to chop it with a machete. Okay. So, <laughs> and he couldn't get the knife through it. So yeah, he was like, uh, laying a, a towel on it.
2: It's like massaging it. Or,
1: or just, I mean, I guess you could just sit it out on the counter for a long time if you
3: want. Well, like ice sculptures are like ice luges. They're all usually clear ice. Yeah, they're not like a big I don't know if that's a different type of water or what, but. Hmm. Huh. Now, here's a question for you. Japanese, what are like Japanese cocktails? That would be interesting. Highballs? Like Like, sake is the only thing I know.
1: uh, They make really good whiskey in Japan. So so a nice Ah. tall highball that's just a little bit of whiskey with a lot of club soda. That's popular over there. Cool. Japan would be um, a fun. We got to
3: do a drinking trip out to Japan. That would be fun. Oh my yeah. god, three yeah, of, of us. Come on, <laughs>
1: dude. They've got, they, got that. Hey, if, uh, they,
3: if somebody pays for it, we should do it.
1: That's true. If it's a free trip to go have the time of our lives, yeah. In then a cool then country, we should. <laughs>
3: then we should visit their whiskey distilleries, and they put us up at this nice hotel, maybe the one from uh, Lost Translation, something like that. We should definitely do that.
1: There's that one neighborhood that's all these little bars that only fit mm-hmm. like two or three stools and you can go to like 20 bars in a in – a That's good. I've seen those.
2: pictures of those. They look neat. And there's three of us, so we'll just stand outside and be like,
1: everybody out. <laughs> Get your butt out there right Oh my
3: gosh. It's the Sloppy Boys. They came from America. We're paying for it the
1: japanese <laughs> Japanese taxes are paid for why did this we fly them out the, the japanese mono. government flew them here <laughs> we this, love them this was our big diplomacy move of the century
2: <laughs> um, our buddy jack shram was also saying that uh shaken cocktails with that like snowy you know when you shake uh when you shake a cocktail and you get those like crystalline Bits on top of a drink. That's a big Japanese move.
1: Oh yeah, that was another thing I saw. Is a a Japanese guy was making a martini, and he had invented the extra hard shake, and he shook the shit out of it. (laughs) He put it in like a
2: Home Depot paint (laughs) shaker.
1: Yeah, and he his his martini had a whole layer of those shards on top. Like oh, like a
2: slush
3: puppy. What was his? uh, We gotta get. We gotta post a video of like his extra hard shake.
1: I think it was um, at the shaky shithead, <laughs> well, like, which is weird I, because wow. he was a great guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he named
2: himself.
3: He named himself that. All right
2: up to him it's weird uh you've seen some people they they have like a triple shake mm-hmm. like they do like a they do like a shake up above their head and then as they bring their whole arm down they get like a mid-body shake and then oh, they have yeah. like a down by their hip shake so it's like i know yeah i
1: can't do that it seems like the same rhythm as doing like a speed bag a punching bag yes 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 like, and which I- you're, I which, which
3: you're really good at but you just can't think oh, of doing that with a yeah I've seen you at the box. I'm really
1: game. good at the, the, the timing of the speed bag, but I can never reach it. I can never <laughs> get up that high. I'm 4'9, by the way. That never really came up on the podcast before.
3: Yeah, we haven't set our heights. 4'9 for Tim. Jeff? I think all 4'9, right? You wouldn't believe it. 7'11. <laughs> that's, that's fun because obviously the store. And yes, 4'9 for me too. So we got two 4'9s and a 7'11.
1: <laughs> I didn't know about the whole height thing until fairly recently like there's so much talk on on twitter and stuff about how women like like tall guys and then tall guys on tinder will be like uh six four if that matters to you or, or mm-hmm. i i was i was oblivious to the whole because i'm sort of that height where where it doesn't i'm not tall or short so i don't i don't ever think about it it's just not on my radar you're six feet tall yeah i, I mean did, four nine. I'm <laughs> four nine. You are like six feet though, right? I'm I'm six feet. So that means anyone taller than me is tall uh-huh. uh, and people shorter than me are not necessarily short, but it's almost just like, it's kind of just plain, you know, it's just like original recipe. And Mike, you're well, 5'11", Tim, 11, I happen to be right? six
3: feet myself. Are you six? 5'11", but I'm starting to say six. And you know what? <laughs> I actually kind of
2: like it, Tim, and I think it's pretty <laughs> neat you getting that growth spurt?
3: Yeah, I'm standing up straighter these days.
2: I'm working on my pasture. That late 30s, that very last growth spurt. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's a funny training. thing about
1: height that it's all about the proportion too because like from a distance like, – I think of Mike as being way taller than me because oh. you're lanky mm. and I'm wider. <laughs> I'm lazy. like my whole body is a square. <laughs> but you know what's – like think of uh, – John Lennon, who we one time played some authentic audio of in the mm-hmm. Brandy right, sure. episode.
2: Oh, we know him from the Beatles, too. Yeah. Yes.
1: yes. Think of John Lennon in the Beatles. And then the middle era Beatles, he got a little pudgy and he kind of looks like a short guy. But then when you think of like 70s John Lennon with the long hair hanging out with Yoko, he looks really tall. Right. But it's just because it's just he got thin.
2: It's the yeah. clothing. It's the Ichabod Crane effect.
1: Mm. so if i didn't eat for a few months i could i would look (laughs) like the world's tallest man (laughs) wow cool uh this drink is great i finished it yeah it really it's i really want to be drink it in the after i feel like outdoor cafe kind of a thing maybe watching watching some sort of outdoor event maybe somebody's playing a sport this seems like it would be a good
2: at like a, a, a racetrack or something like a
1: yeah. Kentucky
2: Derb. Or like a, the cemetery screening at the Hollywood Cemetery. Oh, yeah, that would go. be nice. Give, give me an outdoor thing.
1: You know, you're digging up some corpses and you need to cool down.
2: <laughs> you know, picking off the jewelry. Yeah. yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> I would like this with a little
3: more uh, flavor to it. Maybe it probably is the ice or something, or maybe I put too much. <laughs> no, the no, the ice is not oh, fucking
2: up. No, yeah, because because the ice.
3: Oh, I think
1: the aquariums are opening yeah, up yeah, yeah. and there's yeah, gushing thinking. water.
3: <laughs> But, I, but everything else was uh, to the letter of the law. I'm just, I feel like I want more of a kick on that flavor. Maybe a little Mike, more Like Mike, I got a pitch.
1: There. I have a pitch for you. Mm. Campari spritz, right? <gasps> it'll be less sweet and it'll be more bitter
3: Mm-mm. and maybe more ashy. That's not the taste I'm <laughs> after, though. I'm, I'm after this orange taste that's right behind my tongue. Well, well no, there's your answer. You don't,
1: you don't like mimosas, though. But so it's like this,
3: this tastes, there's something there. It's like a, it's like a orange soda. Maybe I want orange soda in this. Oh, yeah. Maybe I want orange put, in, soda.
2: put in some slice. Wanna
1: Fanta. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. Michael, you are an enigma.
1: Ooh.
2: You can't pin me down. Uh, I want to ask
3: you guys about uh, something. I don't know if you heard this, but did you hear, this was just in this past year too. Uh, mm-hmm. Faith Hill came out with an Aperol Spritz song.
1: No. Faith Hill. Faith- yeah. Oh. I know Faith Hill, country star. Yep,
3: country star. Uh, she came out with a song. It, it kind of, I think it was like on a big, I think she came out when the election results also came out.
1: Mm. So, so I know like, what happened. <laughs> is for me, buried. I was, uh, yeah, because I'm sort of like a um, political junkie. Yeah. So I feel like that day the, I was really watching the election.
3: Yes. And and she was like, she planned it. So it was like, I'm, it's not going to come out on election day. But as we know- you know, right? It was, that was Kornacki's week. <laughs> It'll go down <laughs> history as Kornacki's week.
1: You know, I, I hope that Kornacki got to have a few Aperol spritzes after all that. Kornacki, I could do a whole
3: podcast on that guy. Maybe that'll be a blowout. <laughs> <laughs> it's knack week. <laughs> it's knack week. Um, but yeah, so this, this uh, song she did, uh, it came out. Uh, people kind of went unnoticed, but um, we'll take a listen to it in just a second. There's something there's the producer she worked with I you'll see what happened and some, some kind of weird goes on with it but uh, yeah this is Faith Hill uh, her Apérol Spritz drink
2: oh wow yeah it's a drink that's yellow <laughs> with an orangey tint it <laughs> was big in the fifties an and, and in 2019 <laughs> it's that popular cocktail. It's uh, served with some <laughs> ice. This spritz. This spritz. It's apérol. This spritz. This spritz. What? Remix.
1: Oh, no! no.
2: Oh, oh okay. God. Okay. Here we go. It
1: isn't little throwing it's
0: coming. Chugging on a spritz, getting rowdy at the club. Aperol, bitch, raise the roof like a thug. app, app, ap, Aperol.
1: Spritz, 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 spritz for all. Oh. Oh. God, still down, still down. Oh. Yep.
0: It's times like these. <laughs> we wish we had a big crew. Oh,
2: they don't? Yeah. no. Nope. We
0: bop of all drinks. Ugh. No, I owe you drinks around us tonight. We'd
2: be gracious with a Monday.
0: Apple
1: Spritz tonight. Why are they so cool? Faith no. Oh, okay.
2: Oh, boy. Uh-oh. A
1: doctor better dick, though. Oh, Oh, God.
2: Ooh. You wild faith. It's gross. You are too, guys. Oh, she's oh, she still, still there. there, yeah. One, four, five. Oh, no! Always! penna! Always! Eight. One, nine, three. Miss Lewinsky.
0: Miss Lewinsky. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: oh.
1: these oh. guys
3: oh they ruined they ruined music i mean that was a good song faith hill had a great song yeah
1: we were having so much fun listening to F- faith hill
3: little thriller and dr benedicto we've had them on the show before they they're just awful 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 artists
1: they're weird they're off-putting they use too many samples of like historical like 20th century president right. Yeah. stuff. Right. And and then also like their kitchen sinky and their songs just, they just they do s- too much. They stop and
2: <laughs> get into a whole different yeah. thing. And I got to say, you know, it makes me nervous that they've, they're working with bigger artists now. Like, <laughs> I know. Me too. You know how annoying it is to see somebody like fail up? Oh, we're you yes. like, like, well, that guy, you know, he sucks or whatever. He gets a lot of attention, but it sucks. And then suddenly... They keep getting more and more chances, and they become more and more legitimate. It's like these yeah. guys aren't good. Did we ever stop yeah. to think that yeah. they were any good?
1: Right, and it's just an, a runaway train. No,
2: Jeff. When when they when I was listening the Faith Hill song and those
3: guys came on, I
1: had a panic attack. Oh, <laughs> I totally know what you mean Mike because me, I threw open my mouth a little bit. Uh, <laughs> yes, boy.
3: yes. I was like, this is not chill vibes.
1: Faith, if you listen to this podcast, like we just want you to know you're you're a great pop country star and yeah. you don't have to like if you want ideas for people to collaborate ask us and we'll pitch yes. you some better people. Yeah, Spritz tonight. I mean it does
3: eh, if it just wasn't those two guys it is kind of a cool song but I hate that they so are
1: much. I'll give them this like they are gifted with melody like you can tell <laughs> yeah. here and there but they're just they yeah. just rub me the wrong way. They're just bad. Bad. Do you guys want to go make another round? Yes. 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 Let's do it. We're back.
2: Drinks in hand.
1: Okay, I did. I did a, a funny thing. Did you guys try something new?
3: I tried a little, yeah, a little something new in my spritz.
1: What do you got?
3: I did the same ingredients. Three, two, one, and then I added a half ounce of lime juice.
1: Oh, and what's the verdict? Hmm. Oh it shit! Adds just you know, a Mike, little bit
2: of, little bit of what? I'm gonna do that right now. <laughs> Ooh, you. I love a lime. Were you just
3: doing the regular Aperol? Yeah. Spritz?
1: Yeah. Mm. But you've become inspired.
3: It gives yep. a little, uh, give, go ahead, Jeff, go ahead. A little kick. It gives a little bit of a extra sourness, which is nice. You know, I've, I realized too, like uh, when there's like takes on drinks, you don't have to go like some crazy wild thing. Like a lime fits cr- nicely into this. I don't know why, I mean, but it seems You
1: don't even have to change the name of the cocktail. It's just like, you could be at a restaurant and order an Aperol Spritz with a splash of lime. They say, yes, Mr. Hanford.
3: Yeah. Could I Could I have a... Uh,
1: Mr. Hanford, you've already had 12.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm staying at this hotel. Sir, this is not a hotel. <laughs> then who did I give my luggage to,
2: sir? Sir, this is an Arby's. Ooh, this looks good, Mike. This is... Ooh, honestly, Mike... That counterbalances the bitter for me, real good.
3: Nice. There you go.
2: Real good. I hope you remember that
3: when you're grading this uh, drink at the end.
1: Mm. Michael Mm -hmm. Hanford's Test Kitchen has cracked the case on it. Open for business. (laughs) Um, Here's what I did. Did you guys see um, when we did the Negroni on the show? Uh We had some people send us this variation on it, which is there's this funny drink. It's got a bad name and a name that is better, but have you heard of the Hobo Negroni? No. I've
2: heard of that. What is
1: that? Uh, you, people don't say, because there's there's no reason to make fun of the unhousable drink and drink, but basically what it is is a Miller High Life that you take a sip out of it, mm-hmm. and then you top it off with Campari, and it, turn, it turns it red and gives it a little uh, bitterness.
3: Interesting. And then
1: I was just reading about those, and you can make it with Aperol... As as well, if you like it a little sweet, and it's come to be known as the spaghetti, like the Tim Heidecker character. Yeah. Spaghetti.
2: Wait, did, is it related Named
1: after him to spaghetti? I do think so. I th- I think that it's like it's a it's you're putting in a Italian aperitif into your beer, <laughs> so it's like spaghetti. So I think people are thinking of like what's a funny low class spaghetti. Yeah. And, yeah. When you think of spaghetti, the spaghetti he eats is disgusting. <laughs> it's,
2: it's yeah, like, <laughs> and it's probably huge... like college kids doing that stuff anyway.
1: I didn't have any. Uh, should they be studying, Jeff? I do think it is a college <laughs> thing. I didn't have any Miller High Lifes, but I had a Michelob Ultra, and I just made an Aperol and Michelob Ultra spaghetti, and it's fantastic. <laughs> That's cool. If you've got a really light
2: beer, it's a great thing to do. You know what? This drink just reminds me of how far we've come. Mm. What do you mean? In this pot or in human existence? This is a new drink. This is nothing like we used to drink back in the uh, old stink house. Mm -hmm.
1: So you're kind of saying like started from the bottom, now we're here. Oh, Started from the bottom, now the whole team's up in here.
2: It is, but also Tim... Now all my friends are here. Also Tim, it reminds me of a story from the good old days. Oh! Here we have a classy, refined Italian drink. Yeah. But things weren't always that way for us, were they? <laughs> no. No, no, no. In fact. I feel like you should be whittling a stick while you tell us this. Continue. I remember one time our boy Timmy was forcefully removed from a bar.
1: <laughs> oh, boy. Was this Sorry, my-
2: Not forcefully removed. Chase. Chase out.
1: Is this different than the time that I had new Samba? I just bought some new Sambas.
2: <laughs> you know, you're going to have to comment on the Sambas. I don't know if we I've ever heard the Sambas in this story. Well, I'm going to start. Maybe it's different. This will be sort of like a Rashomon thing. I'll tell the story from my point of view, and then Tim uh, can jump in with like his whole thing.
1: Yeah. I have to say Rashomon is like one of my favorite plays, but oh, let's that's,
2: continue. that's perfect. Um, so this was a bar in uh, Echo Park. I want to say, oh, still is a bar at Echo Park, yes, yes. and we were there, all of us, and Dave Ferguson was there, and it was towards the end of the night, and I was talking to a, a, a young woman,
1: Jefferson, what?
2: and all I remember hearing was, "Come on, Jeffy, we gotta go,"
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: and I saw, I saw a flash. <laughs> <laughs> and Tim ran down the bar and swept the glassware
3: uh, off the bar onto the floor. They were they were cleaning
2: up for the night and, and like
3: putting all the empties like up on the bar. A lot. I mean, it was a
2: lot. Now, uh, <laughs> what I've come to realize is that there was an altercation beforehand, right? Yes.
1: What if there wasn't, what if that? This <laughs> you being
2: a fucking prick.
1: Wait. so, but finish from your point of view, what you just you you pretended you didn't know me?
2: Uh, I just uh, pretended I didn't hear you because i was I was spitting game. And, uh, <laughs> and I, I've, song, I've well. seen you spit game, and it's uh, not, not, not pleasant.
1: <laughs> you know, I'm thinking about starting a podcast
2: someday. <laughs> it's awkward. Yeah. And I don't need any help or distractions from my friends <laughs> who are getting into tiffs with you the. You know, yes, a lot snap. of people thought Greedo shot first, but I have uh, heavy evidence <laughs> that that's not the case. <laughs> Well, uh, the night did not go my way, but I do remember driving around on side streets after the bar was closed, looking for Tim. Yeah, Tim ran. <laughs> Tim
3: ran up into the hills, and and the bartender or the bar, the bartender the bouncer chased you.
2: Yes, so <laughs> he chased you yeah. through the neighborhood. Tim, take us through your account.
1: Well, it's very Rashomon esque because it was there is so much context where. You mentioned our friend Dave Ferguson mm-hmm. of Birthday Boys fame, mm-hmm. fame the TV writer. Um, I, I was defending my boy's honor. Here we are at this uh, dive bar and a place that I liked and actually.
2: We can't say the name because you were told it, it, never no, to come can't. back. It, it, it was old management back then.
1: I don't know. Is it still even the same place? Or Because I've been back. Be- I was banned, but I've been back and they didn't notice me. Maybe because I had such a glow up. They said, don't, don't come back unless yeah. you have a glow up. Um, <laughs> I no So, you know, when you're at a bar and it's the end of the night, it's after last call, they're closing down. And you know, when the guys kind of are like, get the fuck out of here. We're going Yeah. We're closing down. And, um, Hey, I respect, I reworked in his food service for seven years. So I know what it's like to be at the end of a shift and wanting to get home. But some bros tend to get a little aggro at the end of the night. But uh, it was a very chill night. And then when they started to say, hey, everybody, we're closing up, some bartenders were totally normal. Hey, we're closing up. Can you guys finish your drinks and let's move out? And then there's this one guy, I don't know if you saw him, but he was bearded and kind of crazy. And and he I don't know if he worked there. (laughs) Oh, I hope he worked there. Well, because he
3: didn't look like. Okay, go
2: on. But he didn't look like that's a whole other Rashomon. Let's stick with this. Maybe he's an undercover
1: agent. He, this guy walks up to Dave Ferguson is still sitting on a stool and the guy walks up and goes, you guys got to go. And he grabs the stool that's under Dave's butt and he pulls on it, like pulling a stool out from him. And then Dave stands up kind of just in the nick of time to not fall over. And then most mild mannered, nice guy you could ever meet, Dave, um, was pissed off that the guy pulled the stool out. So Dave kind of kicked the stool as he was, as the guy was pulling it out from under him. Mm. And like, without missing a beat, the guy took a swing at Dave, like threw a punch at Dave. Missed him, right? A- a- Dave ducked this big Dave. Night. Peter Parker reflexes on this. guy. <laughs> yeah. His spidey senses were definitely tingling on this day. <laughs> he so Ducked the punch. It was a big haymaker, like huge punch that the guy missed. And it was just crazy to throw a punch. So I was defending Dave's honor and I got up in his face. And I, when I do such things, I'm also being a little weasel. So I didn't say normal things like, you can't do that. Uh, I was being like, you fuck, listen, the customer is always right. You know, you know, the customer (laughs) is always right. I remember.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: And then, um, before this guy could punch me another, uh, like some employee of the club held him back. So, and was putting out that fire. So as on my way out of the club, now very pissed off, I noticed end of the night, they had piled 200 glasses on top of the bar And I held out my my arm and I ran down the bar and swept
2: it. (laughs) Hey, no other way to say it. I I swept it. You swept the bar. But you did spot your boy Jeffy out of your left eye. But that's
1: what's funny is I I do remember this part where – I looked at you and I was, and in my mind, I think, like, oh, everyone's gonna know Jeff's my friend, so we have to get him out of here too. So, as, <laughs> as I'm getting to the end of my sweep, I go, Jeffy, we gotta go. And, <laughs> and I was expecting it would be, to be like Batman and Robin, and we run out together. But Jeff stand- having
3: nothing to do with any of this. It should Jeff, have been Dave, we have to go.
1: Jeff did not look up, did not make eye contact, acted like, who is that Greek guy? I don't know him. <laughs> we don't know him. Not, we don't have to talk about him.
3: So back to Greedo.
1: I ran out by myself <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, without my boy by my side. And I don't know what happened to Dave either. He was still in there. But the sad end of the story is I walked up the street for a little bit, hung out in Echo Park like a block away from the bar. Mm-hmm. And then when I thought the coast was clear, I was like, Oh, those guys are my ride home, so I got to go find them. It's after two now, so they're probably outside. And as I was walking up to the bar, I was like, Oh, Tim, you can't go back toward the bar. They're going to beat the shit out of you if you go, go by that bar. So I was wearing a flannel shirt, and I took it off. Smart. Mm-hmm. Like a blue flannel shirt, and I just had a red T-shirt underneath. And I was like, they won't recognize
3: you. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty indistinct Perfect. other than this shirt.
1: And I really shouldn't have done that because – the bouncer who was, if you close your eyes and picture a bouncer, it was like exactly like one of those guys. was looking for me and he saw me and not, he was mad to see me. He was like walking through the neighborhood looking for me. But the fact that I had taken my shirt off, like to (laughs) fool him, he was, he was like, you think you're going to fucking fool me by changing your shirt? And he fucking beat the shit out of me and (laughs) just truly (laughs) trounced me. He was bigger than me and madder than me and just, Tackled me and I hit the ground and then he just kicked me in the ribs. But what's was funny was I still was being a little weenie because I was I was drunk enough that it didn't hurt. So uh, I was going, you're hurting me. You're hurting me. And he's he's fucking kicking me in the ribs as hard as he can. I'm going, you don't understand. Well, Tim, he has to he has to avenge
2: $25 worth of glassware. Yeah, I know exactly.
1: And his like insane. Uh, I mean, I don't blame that guy because if he had to clean up the shards and stuff, that's, that is a rough night. And I was being a weenie, but it's funny to take it into your own hands and actually beat the shit out of someone. You think you would call the cops or, but to just be like, I'm going to kick this guy in the ribs. And it was that funny thing. I, I never felt any pain until the next day. And then I woke up and I was, I was like truly pummeled and all black and blue, but. It didn't hurt at all on the very night. <laughs> I, I do remember when
2: we, we, we were sort of like cruising the streets, uh, cruising the nearby streets, and we did find you. And you were up on your feet, and you got in the car, and we went home. <laughs>
3: but yeah, I don't remember. Like, it, like, you uh, were like,
2: that bouncer kicked the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, literally. Because I didn't have, he didn't punch my face, so like I didn't have any, like, there was no blood or anything. Yeah, yeah. He, but he, he tackled you down
2: to the ground? He's not trying to injure you. He's just trying to teach you a little lesson.
1: He did what I did to the glasses. Like he like strong, he like ran at me with his arm out and like knocked me down with an arm and I went down. <laughs> <Whoa>.
3: <laughs> so you, and did he say, he said, don't come back?
1: Yeah. He, 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 among, amongst some expletives. Sure. sure. Oh, no. <laughs> a few four letter words were thrown about that night. Yeah, he said, don't come back. And then I was scared to go back. And then it's got a whole different vibe these days. And well, I go back a lot and I like it. It's
2: been
3: 10 years. So did he, so when, when he was done like kicking you, did he was just like, okay, uh, don't come back. And then like walk to it like, <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean, he won. Because if
3: you weren't fighting back, and he's just kicking, and then it's like, all right, I'm not just going to kick this guy to death. Yeah,
1: I don't think he wanted a murder on his <laughs> well, record, did. but he fully walked back to the bar like I just yeah. beat the shit. Like it. W- that's what was so weird about it is I, I haven't really like been in fights, so it was weird that it was such a like on paper like. <laughs> I got the shit kicked out of me. Like I got, <laughs> like he just beat the shit out of me for like a f- solid minute.
3: I God. love this story is so funny because of just like the actions of it. But like I don't remember. I must have been very drunk, and I don't remember. I wasn't even like talking to anyone. I didn't see what happened to Dave. All I remember is like in my sleepy ways, just being like, "Who's going on over here?" And this <laughs> the bar, the bouncer guy who was being held back. See, I don't think he was a bouncer. He looked very like. He didn't look like he would be in the front maybe if he was a bouncer. I think he was just like one of those guys who helps out at a bar or something.
1: A bar back? Something,
3: mm. Yeah, maybe something like that. And uh, I just saw him being held back and Dave being like, what's up, man? And then <laughs> seeing you saying, we got to go and pushing all the glasses. And then you running out and then, then me running out by myself and like, doing circles and be like, what do we do? I'm not running anymore. <laughs> it's like I, I'm not really sure what's happening here. so you're I just, just out,
1: of, You're throwing air punches into the night. <laughs> yeah.
3: I ran out and like ran across the street and just like did circles in the, in the street. And then I didn't know where anyone was or what was going on.
1: Yeah. You were kind of out in the street doing some like jumps and kickflips and stuff. Yeah.
3: I was like, if anyone wants to try something with me, come at me now. Come at me now. <laughs> Yeah, that was a oh, – oh, boy. That's boy. a classic.
1: I'll tell you what. It makes me happy to now have an Aperol Spritz, a nice low alcohol drink that I'll drink yes. as an adult. Mm-hmm. Yes. No more getting I drunk see what and you're saying. up.
3: Yeah, Jeff, I see what you're saying. We're, we've come a long way.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: and And we've got fancy Italian drinks, but also – it's nice to have one or two in the afternoon. Don't, don't drag it out into a late night where you're in a place where you might get your ass kicked.
3: Right. Drink, drink the same amount of drinks but earlier in the day.
1: <laughs> yeah. And then the only one beating you up is just the people you live with.
3: Man. <laughs> um, I think we can rank this drink pretty quick. For me, Yeah, it's an order again. I'm ordinary. Uh, this, is, this is like a, a – I would do this for brunch because I, I yeah. know that I have a tough time finding a brunch drink.
2: Yeah. Michael, I'm with you. It's an order again.
1: Yes. Yes. With any appointment?
2: I came around. No appointment necessary.
1: Wow. Nice. No
2: certain distinction? No, no distinctions whatsoever. <laughs> uh, a little splash of lime juice, though. Even better. Yeah, that did help. Mm. I like that a lot. It balances it a little bit. Just because, like, you know, you get that. There's, there's a nagging quality to yeah. Aperol and Campari that... um just balances a little bit. I mean, I will say now it tastes more just like anything else, like a refreshing, fruity thing, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. maybe that's Jay's way.
1: Aww. <laughs> Aww. I also would have uh, many rounds. Great drink. I'm looking forward to having a few of these during the spring. Mm. And folks, try the spaghetti. Uh, put a little dash of Aperol or Campari into your beer. It's fun. Tim's drinking this poolside. That's right. (laughs) Much like Dua Lipa, I'm going to get my jeans on. Yeah. Have a little future nostalgia. Folks,
2: that's our show. Follow us on social media at The Sloppy Boys, where we release these recipes ahead of time. But also be sure to check out our Patreon, where subscribers can unlock The Sloppy Boys Blowout, our weekly bonus episode. We just welcomed our newest subscriber, Matthew Forbush. (laughs) Hey! hey, You can join Matthew and other slop heads at patreon.com slash the sloppy boys. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next week. Spring has sprung.
3: Stop spritzing me. <laughs> <laughs> oh!